What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, a show where we talk about news, games, and sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your hosts, Timothy DeRoe, and joining me this week is your boy, Michael Clare. Hello. How are you doing on this fine... Oh, I was going to say Monday because I thought it was past midnight, but it's not, not quite yet. midnight. It, we're getting close. We By the end of this episode, it will Burn, be a fine Monday. that midnight oil. Yeah, it's quite late over here on in the central area of the, the United States. Mm-hmm. It's what... Was it, was it right now? 11, 17? So, you know... We're tired, so mm-hmm. if I if I if I sound off, I'm a little tired. Mike's feeling good because you know he napped all day. Yeah, uh, about six o'clock is when I really woke up. <laughs> so yeah, you sleeping. Um, today we're going to talk about the state of play from Sony, mm-hmm. the Pokemon Presents event, and a couple of negative things from Sony and Anthem. But before we get into that, um, a little bit of housekeeping for you. You should join our community Discord if you haven't done that yet. You're missing out, man. We're having a lot of fun in there. We're talking about a lot of stuff. You know, we've been talking about the Letterboxd app recently, tracking yep. all the movies we've watched. We've been talking about uh, whether or not Nicki Minaj is a goat in the hip hop. Undoubtedly true. Yeah, and we've been talking about a lot of stuff. So you should join our community to Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, hit the link in the show notes or the description, and you can find that there. Also, we're on YouTube. So if you're in your favorite audio feed right now and you want to put some faces to some voices, or you just want to help us, you should go over to youtube.com slash synced up podcast, hit that subscribe button and watch those videos over there. We have a live reactions of the Nintendo Direct that went up uh, recently. We also have some impressions videos that went up within the last month, one on Little Nightmares 2 and one on Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. And we have some more coming in the future. Um, but if you don't want to do that and you're and you're on YouTube right now and you're tired of seeing our dumb faces, you can go over to your favorite podcasting service and search synced up podcast and look for the blue and white logo. And if you can't find us, just let us know. Um, let us know and we will we will try to take care of that for you. New mm-hmm. episodes go up in both of those feeds Mondays at 7 a.m. Central, Central Time Zone Gang. Mm-hmm. Um, also, on top of all of that, you can write on into top. the show at synced at gmail.com to get your questions, comments, or concerns read on the show. And we, you know, maybe we won't read them if, if you don't want us to. But, you know, I it could will be, still read it. Could be a game. We got a game from Fielding today. We got mm-hmm. some questions from Trey, mm-hmm. some questions from Spencer. You know them, you love them, all the people. It's great. Um, also, you should follow us on Twitter at SyncedUpPod to keep up to date with all of our content, whether that's videos going on on the YouTube feed, um, sh- Twitter streams we end up, Twitter streams, Twitch streams we end up doing, anything like that. Um, you can find that over at our Twitter at SyncedUpPod. True. Um, also, you will also. be glad to hear we have upgraded our set in the background. You can't you can't see it, but you can hear the the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jordan. On the mic. What's good? What's oh up, Jordan? There good? he is. That's his Three voice. Yep. Voices. So now we have a third crisp mic up in Adam. So Jordan can bump in whenever he feels like um, it's necessary for him to say something about maybe we're being an idiot and he's yeah, played a game yeah. we haven't or something like that. And you let can me, finally me, hear the man. Let me test them. it real quick. Okay. Jordan, does mustard go on hot dogs? Sure. Sure. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Fair. Okay. Okay. So he can butt in with anything that he uh, feels like he needs to say. You won't be hearing him the entire show, but he will pop in every once in a while, and you'll finally be able to hear him. Um, and it, it's been kind of an issue for us talking about um, talking during the show to Jordan sometimes and forgetting to repeat what he says. And sometimes we have like a little minute to two minute conversation, and it's a little weird for the people listening on the other end because they can't hear what Jordan is saying to us. So we finally got him mic'd up, and you're going to be able to hear that. And that is nice litty um and also look forward to some some news in the future about a second podcast coming soon um we're going to be talking about film news tv news we're going to watch movies and review them we're going to play games we're going to do all kinds of cool stuff on there we haven't really got it nailed down to date right now but um we do have all the stuff ready to go for it so we will be starting a show based around movies relatively soon expect a concrete date for that relatively soon (laughs) but by next week yeah enough of the housekeeping though let's get right into the show here the state of play happened. 
Sony State of Play, everything announced at the PlayStation News event from Final Fantasy VII Remake, integrated to Returnal. Here's everything featured in the latest State of Play. This is the Adam Bankhurst roundup at IGN. What a man. Final Fantasy VII Remake, integrated was announced for PS5. Final Fantasy VII Remake, integrated will... Uh, will arrive on PS5 on June 10th, 2021. Not only will the PS5 version be a free upgrade for those who own the PS4 version, there will also be a new story episode players can purchase that will feature Yuffie, which is pretty cool. That is really cool. There is some things here. Um, did you see how PlayStation Plus is giving out Final Fantasy yeah, you, for free? Yeah, for PS4. But you can't upgrade. Yeah, you yeah. can't get the upgrade. Well, you, so. you got to pay for the upgrade, but you can't get it for free. Yeah. So if you it will be the PlayStation Plus game for March, will it? Yeah, it's March. Yeah. And you'll be able to get Final Fantasy VII Remake if you haven't played it already. That's a banger-ass game to be getting. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you, you can look forward to Mar- uh, Maquette is going to be on there as well, which is cool. But yep. um, yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be available to all PS Plus players for uh, March. That'll be on Tuesday. That'll come up. What a solid deal. So tomorrow, yeah, that's a really great deal. But you won't be able to get the free PS5 upgrade if you get it that way. You'll have to buy the PS5 upgrade. And the extra episode that is coming out, this DLC with Yuffie, which is looking pretty cool, um, you'll have to buy regardless. It does not mm-hmm. come for free. Uh, Kena uh, uh, Bridge of Spirits will be released on PS4 and PS5 on August 24th. Um, a little bit later. A little, little bit later than I expected, but I'm really excited for this. Because what? In the books, it was March, TBA. Was, no, I think was, that was what it was. Right? I, no, I think it was just early 2021 TBA. Because everywhere I've seen it said March. It might have been March. I think they Could had it nailed something. down to March, TBA, and then... Yeah, I mean, so, this is about what I expected. Yeah, um, August July, 24th. August. Super... It, every time I see it, it looks more like... A Pixar movie. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait. The little... It, it the looks little, like Pixar movie, the game, and also, I'm, I'm just... I'm really into the art style. I'm really into the vibe, and after mm-hmm. seeing the gameplay uh, during the state of play, it was really nice. And also, only 40 bucks. Yeah. 40 which bucks, is, which is worth noting. Shocking. Yeah, really, really, really good. Um, then they did a deep dive on Returnal. This completely mm-hmm. made me do a 180 on Returnal. Um, people who have been listening to the podcast for a while has uh, notoriously known that I have been kind of a little bit iffy about Returnal. I've been talking about how I think Returnal won't necessarily be um, as good as I think people think it's going to be, and that it, I think it, it's kind of not going to be that great. But after watching the recent uh, more deep dive into the gameplay that they had on the uh, on the state of play, I'm mm-hmm. actually really looking forward to Returnal. It looks yeah, really the gameplay, cool. The gameplay looked pretty fast paced, which is what I kind of. Was worried about too. Was mm-hmm. it being too slow for yeah. a um, bullet hell? For yeah, for a roguelite too. For um, because those, all those games are known for being like super quick. quick. Yeah, and so you can go straight from one run into another one. I was worried that this game would feel too slow mm-hmm. and trying to keep that genre alive. Well, it seems like, but it, it looks really good. It looks really good. Then they, uh, Oddworld Soulstorm makes its way to PS5 and PS4 on April 6th. Oddworld Soulstorm will be released on PS4 and PS5 April 6th. Furthermore, the PS5 version will be one of the PlayStation Plus games for April of 2021. So we'll that's get cool. To play it for free. Yeah, which is nice. But I, I just don't think I have any interest in Oddworld Soulstorm. I feel like I've been hearing about it. this game for two, three years mm-hmm. all the time. I, I want to try it because what they said that there's some um, haptic feedback yeah, stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I at least want to see what they explore with that. I don't know if I'll end up beating it. Just mm-hmm. it feels not like a 2021 game. Yeah, it feels weird. But cool. Who knows? Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time's PS5 version was showcased. Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time is being released on PS5 on March 12th, 2021. It will feature faster loading times, save transfers, 3D audio support, adaptive triggers, and other DualSense features, and the game will run at 4K 60fps. That's pretty cool. Get excited mm-hmm. if you're into Crash. Multiplayer dodgeball game Knockout City gets a new look and a beta. Knockout City was recently announced at the latest Nintendo Direct, and it got a new look at this state of play. Knockout City will be released on PS4 on May 21st for $19.99, and will have backwards compatibility and enhancements for PlayStation 5 players. Um, so this is cool. Yeah. I thought this game looked cool. I um, I think I might play the beta. Yeah, they showed some more interesting um, gameplay stuff. Yeah. Than, well, when did we first see it? In the Nintendo Direct? I can't remember. I feel like we saw it at the Nintendo Direct. That might have been where it was. Yeah. Or, or somewhere before that. But it 
it seems it's interesting. O- it seemed enough. okay. The gameplay got me a little intrigued more, but not intrigued enough to want to pay for it. Yeah. So if if I can if I can get it on uh, the beta and it actually is good enough for me to want to uh, pay for it, I think mm-hmm. it could be cool if you got enough friends to play it. Yeah. Absolver developer Slow Clap reveals Sifu for PS4 and PS5. Sifu is a new action game that promises a unique take on the kung fu genre that will literally turn the student into the master. As quote, each time the player character dies, they're revived slightly older and more hmm. skilled. It looked really cool. Yeah, it was you very t- interesting the way it um it's more looks like it's designed cinematically more. Yeah, because it, w- it looked like kung fu movie the game. Yeah, and I'm 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 kind of into it. I I'll, I'll probably check it out. They showed off some more gameplay on Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That got me more interested than watching yeah. just the um. You could definitely show off. You can definitely tell it's by the Absolver guys though. There's a lot of uh, overlap there with that game and the gameplay mm-hmm. from that game. So. Um, I, I, and I liked Absolver, so I might try it out. Yeah. Hyperlight Drifter developer Heart Machine Solar Ash arrives on PS4 and PS5 in 2021. Solar Ash is a third-person action platformer that features a massive scale and a focus on fluidity and movement. I've been a little bit iffy on Solar Ash because I haven't really seen anything. I've been in because I played Hyperlight Drifter and I really liked it. I love the pink, the purple, the blue aesthetic, mm-hmm. and I'm really into the just indie games in general. So I was kind of in, a little bit iffy about it, but after showing the gameplay and just telling me it's focusing on movement, that, that just gets That's me in mean. 100%. So I'm really excited for that. First game play of Five Nights at Freddy's Secret Breach uh, or Security Breach revealed. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach will take players on the Mega Pizza Plex and is said to be the quote most ambitious Five Nights at Freddy's game yet and I will say it did look like it was. It looked a little PT. Yeah. looked a little I don't oh, know. It just looked a lot more cooler shit going on and, yeah, and, and I like Sister Location a lot and I was kind of into the Five Nights at Freddy's games back in the day. Noah was more, my brother uh, more into it than mm-hmm. I was but I did play Sister Location actually for a now privated YouTube video series play mm-hmm. the entirety of that game um, and I actually really enjoyed that game so you know, yeah. I'm looking forward to this and then uh, a Deathloop trailer uh, gives a new look at the stylish game from Arcane Studios Arcane Studios gave us a very James Bond style look at Deathloop which is set to arrive on PS5 and PC on May 21st 2021 and accompanying that was a dope ass track that I thought was really cool yeah that they had made just for the trailer or yeah. just for the game and Either way, very cool. watching that trailer actually kind of got me like more excited for Deathloop I've been I, I guess it's a trend now at this point I've been iffy about Deathloop uh, yeah. for, for a while now because I just thought well, I feel it like we've just clunky, seen these games for so long yeah that they've been showing these off for so long we've talked about Deathloop so much we've talked about um, Returnal a lot mm-hmm. um, what's the other one the what is it 12 minutes is that what it's 12 called? minutes oh, yeah it's just gonna smack though yeah we, but we've been staring at these games for so long that it's just like Finally, we're getting like actual, real in-depth trailers and yeah. So Deathloop reveals was looking pretty crisp with this new trailer. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Um, but for that's it. it for the state of play. I think ultimately the state of play was really nice. It was it was a lot shorter than the Nintendo Direct. I think it was mm-hmm. more concise. I think the, there was just a lot of it was just better in my opinion. Than yeah, the, there wasn't the really the anything crazy new besides the Final Fantasy VII stuff. Yeah. Um, but it still felt perfectly paced. There was stuff there for everyone, and mm-hmm. I'm not into Odd World, but they didn't dwell on it for an incredibly long time. I don't know, man. It was like five or six. It, it was a it was a bit, but it, it didn't a bit much. it didn't feel like the Nintendo Direct where it just felt like like come on, man, we gotta we gotta get this yeah. moving. It's been a while since there was anything that I liked. I, w- I was really into this uh, state of play. Some notable uh, missing things from the state of play. Nothing on God of War. Um, no Horizon. Still wondering if that game's going to get pushed. It probably will be. Uh, nothing on Horizon Zero Dawn, so we still don't have a date for that. I imagine mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn comes in the fall. It's probably what we're going to see. I will say, when they introduced Five Nights at Freddy's, before they showed the game, they said, um, we have something for horror fans. Oh, no. Thought it was Silent Hill? I thought it was, was going to be some Silent Hill yeah, stuff. Yeah, so did I. So did I. I was sitting and there. I was like, no way, I was sitting dude. there watching it, and I was like, Silent Hill? Silent Hill? And then, yeah, no. I've seen <laughs> the Freddy Fazbear's. <laughs> it was Freddy, and I was like, oh, okay. But I'm still into it. I um, mean, yeah. And then... Uh, what was the other one missing? No, nothing on Ratchet. No, no more updates yeah. on Ratchet. Um, mm-hmm. with the June release date that we have for that, you imagine summers when they're going to come out and start hitting really hard for all mm-hmm. these games. I think besides Final Fantasy VII, knowing Kenna's got an actual date now, 
mm-hmm. um, was probably the biggest news for yep. me. Really nice, really nice. Um, but up next in the Sony World, um, they, it's not over. This wasn't part of the state of play. This happened a couple of days beforehand. Mm-hmm. But introducing the next generation of VR on PlayStation, this is from the PlayStation blog. More than four years ago, we launched PlayStation VR to offer a transformative new way to play games on PS4. Providing a much stronger sense of presence and deeper immersion to players compared with traditional games. In that time, we've seen tremendous experiences that have propelled virtual reality gaming forward, including highly acclaimed titles like Astro Bot Rescue Mission, Tetris Effect, Blood and Truth, Moss, Beat Saber, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. We've also enhanced the experience for some PSVR titles when played on PS4 Pro and PlayStation 5. Today, I'm pleased to share that our next generation VR system will be coming to PlayStation 5, enabling the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Players will feel an even greater sense of presence and become even more immersed in their game worlds once they put on an, an, the new headset jesus mm-hmm. it will connect to ps5 with a single cord to simplify setup and pr- improve ease of use while enabling a high fidelity visual experience one of the innovations we're excited about is our new vr controller which will incorporate some of the key features found in the DualSense wireless controller along with focus on great ergonomics ergonomics that's just one of the examples of future-proof technology we're developing to match our vision for a whole new generation of vr games and experiences there's still a lot of development underway for our new vr system so it won't be launching in 2021 but we wanted to provide this early update to our fans as the development community has started to work on creating new worlds for you to explore in virtual reality so it's really cool very exciting i don't know if this was expected i think it was kind of 50 50 on the internet on whether or not sony would do a ps vr 2 and mm. not just an uh, just abandon the playstation vr as, as a whole because um, you know it it hasn't really been incredibly lucrative for them uh, yeah. sales wise so this is exciting for people who are really into ps vr uh, yeah, i'm glad they stuck so, with it I, i'm excited because they're talking about incorporating some of the dual sense stuff in um adaptic fe- and our haptic feedback in vr controllers yes, be it's, super cool it's too prim, it's prim. um i don't know how what more they can do with the controllers for vr than they could a regular controller but mm-hmm. I'm, that's what i'm excited to see is how they because vr there's so many different ways you could build it and so many ways to expand the vr experience mm-hmm. right now um that whatever new stuff they add to that scene i'm excited to see. yeah it's it, it's it, it's gonna get stoked for this type of stuff there uh, there's a couple of things uh, worth noting here it seems like this is very early on so we might yeah. not even see it till 2022 late or 2023 mm-hmm. um so we don't know when it's going to come and also worth noting it seems like they i think this is a very big misstep for sony to still require to have a cord to be able to hook it up uh, to, to your console and not find uh, a wireless yeah. solution um the oculus quest and the oculus quest 2 with their wireless solutions for vr has just been insane and incredible and mm-hmm. is really bringing vr to a broader audience and people are loving the quest for that reason you can play it wherever yeah. you want you can put the stuff up wherever you want and psvr while cool um the the version right now it's a little iffy you know with mm-hmm. it has to track the lights so like if you turn around it can't tell where you're looking because it yeah. can't see the lights on the headset or on your hands and weird shit like that because it uses a camera so i assume they'll be able to fix that problem um but still having to hook it up to your console is a little iffy having the cord always hitting you at all times it takes you out of the experience and vr is all about trying to stay in the experience so yeah i think this is a misstep for them to continue to use a cord but maybe there wasn't a solution i, I that don't know. seems to be too expensive. a big thing with like virtual reality is like there's you can always make five really cool features but there's always going to be stuff holding you back yeah. too where I think that's just how it is right now because mm-hmm. um, it's such a new and young industry the virtual reality industry that it's it's we're, we're seeing some of the same things like you would see the look at like the 64 controller right mm-hmm. we didn't know it was terrible until <laughs> years later until afterwards at the time you're like okay sure we'll work with this yeah um, but it was still innovation at the mm-hmm. time right so I'm sure 20 years from now we'll see this be like oh that was terrible but it's still like steps forward, which is exciting. It is exciting. Yep, I I do agree. Um, but that's it for the PlayStation news this week. Let's talk. Let's talk start about Pokemon some real releases. News. Some real news. Pokemon man. presents roundup from Adam Bankhurst at IGN. Thank you, Adam. 
Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl remakes were announced. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will be released for Nintendo Switch in late 2021. These are remakes of the Nintendo DS Pokemon Diamond and Pearl from 2006. Instead of being developed by Game Freak, these games are being made by ILCA Incorporated, who have also worked on Pokemon Home and have supported such titles as Nier Automata and Yakuza 0. However, original Pokemon Diamond and Pearl director Junichi Masuda will be directing these games alongside ILCA's Yuichi uh, Yuichi Ueda. Um, so this is exciting. This yeah, is really dude, cool. I'm so pumped. Because I'm pretty sure this is what everybody was expecting, a Diamond and Pearl remake. Obviously, we just didn't know if it was going to be Let's Go style or mm -hmm. more um, like Omega Ruby OG. Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like they've gone even a different route and they kept made, the 2D yeah. top-down perspective and just added the 3D animations made that, to the made battling. Whole made it chibi as fuck. Yeah. Which I think is fine because it stays with how it looked on your DS. Because mm -hmm. everything's so small scale, so chibi. Um, that it just makes sense to kind of keep it like that. I'm excited. There's some stuff talking about bringing Mega Evolution back, which is one of my favorite features. Mm -hmm. um, so that'd be super cool for them to do that. Uh, some big questions right now. Is it just going to be up to Platinum, like, decks-wise, you know? Yeah. Or am I, I going to be I've, able I've, to bring in, like, Gen 8 Pokemon? Yeah, I've seen that because um, I've also seen some discussion on whether or not it will have the the quality of life upgrades that platinum had yeah. for diamond and pearl um because it seems like there's some some and, and yeah because there the, there's like an extra npcs in yeah, one of the towns only there in platinum. um i think porygon is only in platinum and they showed a little section and with I, him in I, it so. i think they will because looking at omega sapphire and or alpha sapphire omega ruby which was the most recent remakes right mm -hmm. um <laughs> they were obviously titled alpha or uh, sapphire and ruby but there was still emerald content. There was mm -hmm. a whole thing at the end of the game called Delta Emerald where you get to go find Deoxys and use Rayquaza to help you. And so mm -hmm. there's there was a lot of changes like that that kind of felt like you were playing more of the updated version than the original. So I think they're still going to do stuff like that. Um, I can't wait to play it, though. Yeah, I'm it so seems excited. very cool, but this one seems a little bit cooler. Uh, open world Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus announced for early 2022 taking place in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl's Sinnoh region's feudal past Pokemon Legends Arceus is an open world take on Pokemon said to be released in early 2022 Pokemon Legends Arceus features a game world that is reminiscent of the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with Pokemon appearing all over players will be creating Sinnoh's first Pokedex and features Rowlet, Cyndaquil and Oshawott as starter Pokemon so this seemed really cool this seemed like a big step in the direction that I've wanted um, not Nintendo Game Freak to go with the Pokemon franchise yeah. is a more broader, more risky, um, bigger experience com in comparison to the normal Pokemon games, and yep. and so one hundred percent. And I'm, I've been being held back as for recent I'm, Pokemon. I so. think the biggest thing is, and you're right, it's Game Freak that's doing it. Mm -hmm. Usually, what we see is Game Freak would go make Shining Pearl, Brilliant Diamond, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. They would do that, and they would let some other company make. Uh, legends right yeah so it's exciting to see game freak kind of leaving their bubble yeah to um because they don't they don't normally do stuff like this no. um it, there there is a lot of stuff in that trailer it it, it seems like I'm, I'm really excited for this game and i, and I can't wait to play it to, we're, we're like a whole year out yeah so. we're, we're really far from it but um i'm excited for it and i can't wait to play it but there do, does seem to be quite a bit of 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 stuff in there that is still needs polish yeah it's like Come on. The like, trees. Everybody. Uh, that's yeah, a common thing with it's, Pokemon is it's, the backgrounds and the trees. Yeah. It was a cool open right. world and it, it had the Breath of the Wild grass, but it was still kind of like a little iffy because, you know, it, it seemed like the world was very empty and it mm -hmm. seemed like a lot of times, sometimes it didn't look like the Pokemon really did anything to they acknowledge were your presence. Ten frames, so yeah. Like, so there's a lot of weird shit there. We'll the, have to see when, when it comes around because there's a long time mm -hmm. to go here. Um, but the movement looked know. cool though. The, um, I mean, you can dodge and roll. Which is like, am I gonna have to fight 
boss Pokemon type <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Um, the combat looked so much better. Yeah. Because um, you're used to just seeing battle animations. Mm-hmm. You never see your Pokemon actually interact with the other one. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a huge step up. But it did but that look was cool. cool. This seamless transition from being as the trainer than switching to the turn-based combat looked mm-hmm. cool. It did. Um, interesting choice of starters, too. Um, you're not able to use Piplup, Turtwig, and Chimchar right off the bat, mm-hmm. which is cool. They haven't done that before either. Uh, it's very interesting. I'd love to see if they... I hope it sells well, no matter how good the game is. Yeah. Because I want them I mean, to I mean, keep doing gonna, stuff like this. It's, it's gonna, gonna. Yeah, yeah, it will. It will. And I think that's why they've given it the Pokemon Legends title, because I think that enables them to make Pokemon Legends, yeah. Rayquaza, or whatever the hell they, they do next. Technically, it is still in the mainline series of games. It's such a weird thing when people are like... Is this mainline or is it not? Because even the Let's Go games are technically like mainline yeah. Pokemon games based off uh, how Nintendo treats them. And so they're treating this as one too. Mm-hmm. So that makes me confident that Game Freak is willing to step out more. And we've seen it where they're also letting other people use the IP mm-hmm. with, um, I mean, you got Pokemon Snap who's d- being done by Bandai. Um, Diamond and Pearl remakes are being done by another company. I think that's just Nintendo's been more open about that too mm-hmm. lately. Especially because you saw it with Zelda too. Yeah. Um, it's all exciting, dude. I, I think Pokemon's on the up. Yeah. For, for what it should be. Then also the new Pokemon Snap got a new gameplay trailer. New Pokemon Snap, which will be released on Nintendo Switch on April 30th, 2021, got a new gameplay trailer. It also revealed new features, including tools, photo editing, and more. This uh, looked really cool. Uh, these new tools can make Pokemon glow, change their elemental effects, and more. Easily so, the best looking game. Yeah. It looked, of, it looked really three. crisp. It looked really crisp. Um, um, also worth noting, I, I put in here um, that we should at least acknowledge and talk about this post Malone concert. Oh, I'll talk about it. Um, so, a, on July, July, Jesus Christ, I'm on tired. July. On February 27th at 6 o'clock um, Central Time Zone Gang, um, there was a post, a 12 minute post Malone concert happening in this uh, VTuber world of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And we got to see Post Malone perform four songs on there, and it was fucking cool. Yeah. Um, it was honestly. One of the coolest things I've seen in, in a minute. It, it, you know, the Travis Scott concert was was extremely cool, and that was like a big moment. Um, this one felt just a little, I don't know, more impactful. I guess I know well, it's not. I think it's. It, I said it earlier when it felt like this. The Travis Scott thing was super cool, but that wasn't made for me. This one yeah. was. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but I don't. That's not what I mean necessarily. It just feels like. That's what I mean. Yeah, for me, it's just. I don't know, because it's like, it's Post Malone, one of the biggest artists in the world, mm-hmm. um, doing a VTuber concert in the biggest gaming franchise in the world. Um, you know, it's it's just a crazy thing, and it felt so cool for the culture. I just, yeah, I just feel like you can use that exact same sentence for Travis Scott. Yeah, I mean... Ye- he's one of the biggest artists in the world. Nah, well, he's... He's up there. Yeah, but he's not Post Malone. Post Malone's he's not. Been, Post Malone's been number one. Travis Scott peaks at like 40. Yeah, but he's up there. I mean, yeah, and then he's one of the biggest franchises in the world. And I right mean, now. I mean by its pure numbers, not by my taste. So I need that to be perfectly clear. So I'm just saying, like, it, it feels like the same scale to me. Yeah, it just feels like this one has more like emotional and nostalgic weight. For yeah, me. Um, so it makes it so much more but, impactful. Yeah, and I still think it's more impactful also because we haven't seen the end of it it seems like they're going to do more concerts throughout the year mm-hmm. we have stuff coming up with jay balvin and Katy perry two other huge pop mm-hmm. icons um who's your who's your um your wild card my wild card like pick for someone is random that we know. that hasn't been announced that I, you think would be on there that would be on a pokemon fuck yeah. if i know bro on, i don't someone. know what pop icons are into you don't think drake would do it no drake would not be caught on a pokemon who's dropped the pikachu line somebody has I don't Plenty know. Of people Logic, have. probably. 
But he's not a pop icon, Don't and he's nowhere me. near as big as Katy Don't Perry, J Balvin, or Post Malone. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be right. Lady Gaga, give yeah. me Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga could be pretty cool. Um, we'll have to see what happens there, but we do know that they will be making a full Pokemon album that is coming out in fall of 2021, which yeah, is really exciting because the Post Malone remix of the Hootie and the Blowfish song um, uh, "I Only Want to Be with You" Phenomenal. smacks. So it is a big like it's crazy vibe. The, and Jack said this in the chat. Um, he said that. It, if you would have told me three, two or three years ago that Post Malone, one of the biggest artists in the world, would be doing a concert in Pokemon, mm-hmm. remixing a Hootie and the Blowfish song for the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, I would have told you you were fucking crazy. Yeah. And, and he also said, and it was also really good. <laughs> like it, uh, and I agree completely. Like That just sounds like the craziest it, It's shit. such a uh, not exactly where I expected us to be. But we're here. Yeah, I like I'm it. down for it. Yeah, I like I it. I mean, it's been so great every time we've seen these crossovers. You know, Travis Scott, Little Nas, mm-hmm. now Post Malone. I mean, it's. I don't know what more I could ask for. I'm here for this new for era. a crossing of the yeah of the of the the mediums, cultures the cultures yeah because yeah. it's like we've the industries it's it's crossed like it, it's combined now like what what the barriers broken yeah right? yeah so we got more coming down the line you know it's kind of like crossway mm-hmm. um but that's it for all the pokemon news there's a lot to be excited there look forward to more of these pokemon songs mm-hmm. i know i am and i i really enjoy the post malone concert and if you haven't seen it you should look it up on youtube it's only 12 minutes long and you can watch it yeah, and it short. is very cool very cool but let's talk about some negative news we can't have the podcast without talking point, about yeah. some negative news sources at google stadia's or at google's failed game studio say it shouldn't it should have just bought studios and left them alone like microsoft this is from andy chalk at pc gamer Ooh. Oh, that burp! That burp oh. was oh Jesus! That one was oh, that one hurted. You gonna be okay? Yeah. Google unveiled Stadia in March 2019 to great fanfare, and that's debatable. And a promise to revolutionize gaming, streaming, a streamed gaming was hardly a new idea at the time. But Google had the money and the muscle to make it happen. Not to mention a first-party game studio, Stadia Games and Entertainment, headed up by Ubisoft and EA veteran Jade Raymond. Less than two years later, though, that plan to build first-party Stadia games fell apart. Google closed its internal studios before they'd managed to release a game, and Raymond left the company as a result. Stadia will continue to operate as a platform with the same free subscription-based plans as always, but Google, quote, will not be investing further, end quote, in internal game development, Stadia boss Phil Harrison said. A new Wired report looking into the failure of Stadia's internal studios suggests that the outcome was almost inevitable, due largely to a lack of experience and understanding at Google's at Google of the differences between developing technology and developing games. Google is, quote, this is a quote, Google is really... Er, an engineering and technology business, a Stadia source told the site. Making content, it requires types of roles that don't typically exist at Google. The report notes that Google Stadia's experience is in many ways similar to that of Amazon, another company that has failed to make a dent in the video games business despite having virtually unlimited resources to throw at it. Two sources said Google would, should have been better off uh, emulating the Microsoft approach, buy studios, give them money, and leave them alone. Quote, I saw that the only way this could work is if Google accepts that we take it step by step, one said. If Google is really interested in carving its place in this market, then it would be fine with losing money at the beginning to establish their presence, end quote. This um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I, you see it, all of these big companies with uh, Amazon's New Worlds MMO or whatever. I can't, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's called New Worlds. Um, and all these Google Stadia, you know, mm-hmm. you, you've seen um, uh, Crucible, the Google Stadia. No, that yep. was an Amazon. That was Amazon. Um, and then also the Google Stadia exclusive that was developed by the Google people. Um, all of those games flopped. And it seems like these big tech companies keep trying to get into the game and they are not able to do yeah, so. Yeah, it sounds like they're trying to build it internally by using people who are already at Google and trying to push them into yeah. different positions is what this makes and it sound like. And, and that doesn't work. Do that. Yeah. It doesn't work, no. Because it's very different, you know. And game development is a very tedious and excruciating and fluid process yeah. and that changes I think, over like, time. And while I think developing code and technology is an art form in itself, Making video games is a completely different art form. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's I not don't really expect same. somebody who 
paints canvas to be able to be a great singer yeah. you know so i i'm i'm not shocked this seems like they were just going about it the wrong way i agree mm-hmm. just give money to somebody you know who already knows how to make good games yep and let them develop for you let instead. them do it yep i think that's the way to do it one more negative thing though here anthem redesign canceled at bioware bioware mm-hmm. and ea end work on anthem next this is by michael mcwerder at polygon Bioware and publisher Electronic Arts are giving up on Anthem. The planned overhaul of the 2019 game, referred to as Anthem Next or Anthem 2.0, is coming to an end. Bioware said in an update um, on the status of Anthem. The studio will continue to run the current live service for Anthem. Quote, in the spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, a.k.a. Anthem Next. Bioware executive producer Christian Daly said in a post on the Bioware blog. Quote, we will, however, continue to keep the Anthem live service running as it exists today. Daily noted that the COVID-19 pandemic and work-from-home orders had an impact on our productivity, he quoted. I know this will be a disappointment to the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see improvements we've been working on. Daily said it is also disappointing for the team who are doing brilliant work. And for me personally, Anthem is what brought me to Bioware, and the last two years have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experiences of my career. Game development is hard. Decisions like these are not easy. Moving forward, we need to laser focus our efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to provide quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. So this sucks. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about it last week about how I really wanted uh, Anthem Next to come out because I genuinely, wholeheartedly believe Anthem at its core. The foundation of it is brilliant, and the combat and movement good IP, is good franchise. insane. Um, but I think it's the classic EA problem of let's make all of these games into games as a service, and let's force all of these things on you. And now you're having to do this, and, and I think it makes it make a flop for a company like EA to drop something when they know they can recover that. Mm-hmm. Those resources they put in yeah. and within the next year because or something. It is also worth noting, this. it came out recently, that Bioware did say that the next Dragon Age was going to be a games-as-a-service, and they had, dropped that. they had to work with EA to get them to let them make it a single-player experience. And I think that just goes to show the problem that EA has and why I think Anthem failed in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lack of content there. You, you you take Anthem, you turn it around, you, you, you widen the story a little bit, you make your choices matter, you take away the multiplayer shit, and you make it a single-player experience, and that game bangs. I'm telling you, that game, the, at, a core, at its core, that game is a good game, and it just sucks to see this happen to it because I really did enjoy playing Anthem with Chance a lot, and we had a jolly old time playing mm-hmm. that game. Um, I'm really glad the next Dragon Age isn't a games as a service because hearing that in some news press release that, oh, Dragon Age is out, here's a gameplay trailer for it, and it's multiplayer, and there's all this games as a service stuff would have irked me to mm-hmm. my core, um, especially after Anthem. So yeah. ultimately, this sucks. You're glad to see that they that they're gonna work hard towards Dragon Age and Mass Effect because you know those are titles that we love and those are single player titles and that's nice. Hopefully. Bioware can bounce back from this. Uh, right well, that do, you, in. do you think uh, Anthem is just dead? Yes, think they, I think Anthem is done. The, the IP? I think 15 years from now we get an Anthem reboot, maybe. Okay. And but other than that, I think the Anthem IP is pretty much as good as dead, which is quite yeah. unfortunate because I think that world is cool. I, mm. I really do. Um, but that's it for the news. Um, tell us what you think in the comments below. We appreciate that. But Michael. This next section Tim. of the cop. This, this next, next section, section of the, the what? Co- what the, co- the copcast is what I was going to say. Copcast. The copcast. Oh, the copcast. The podcast called This Week in Gaming is a section of the podcast where we talk about the historical releases, and you guessed it. This day. This week in gaming. This day, though, February twenty eighth, Star Wars Republic DC. Commando came out in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. I don't know how notable that is, but it said Star Wars in the front, so I put it in here. <laughs> Yeah, I can see the cover in my head. <laughs> yeah, probably. March That's 1st, nothing really of note came out. March 2nd, though, Battlefield Bad Company 2 came out in 2010. Iconic. 
Iconic for, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, this can be great. March third, Halo Wars dropped in two thousand and nine. Iconic. Iconic. Sonic and the Black Knight dropped in two thousand and nine. That's what I call iconic, baby. Come on. You dude, that game was great. The final boss was super hard. You uh-huh. you literally ran with Excalibur the whole game. It was fucking awesome. I didn't play this one. I played it. I loved it. Sonic and the Black Knight. Shout out to Noah. Helldivers dropped in 2015. The You never played Helldivers? No. Super, super well-designed indie game um, where you fly a plane around. And it's like 2D and you fly a plane and shoot and you're like propelled by your missiles. It's like one of the most masterfully designed indie games I've ever played. It's really great. Uh, Breath of the Wild came out in 2017 alongside the Nintendo Switch. Don't know this one? Do not know this Don't one. Don't know this one? Yeah, Breath of the Wild. It's been four years since Breath of the Wild. Damn, Blows my bro. mind. And four years of the Switch on March 3rd. Damn, Here in a couple of days, bro. it will be the fourth anniversary of the Switch. That is insane. We've gotten some bangers in we four have. years. The Switch is a glorious console. Like, if we looked at... I mean, Sony probably has a good... Like, if you looked at the yeah. last four lineup, but like... Animal Crossing, Smash Bros. Shield, Breath of the Wild... Uh, yeah, just Mario Odyssey. There's so many good ones. Yes, I know. There's a, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Oh my God. Three Houses. Yep, that's nice. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Yep. Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. A classic. Classic. A classic. Did you ever actually play that one? Yeah, I did. I played a little bit of it. Okay, but I couldn't like. Play, okay, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't able to play it all the way yeah, through. Yeah. But I did play like four or five hours of it. What a really good game for being something so weird. that should not have been yeah. good at all. We know there's probably a second one coming. Maybe that's maybe that's the step that put us to where we are now. Yeah. Nintendo was like. Screw it. Yeah, <laughs> let's go ahead and do it. Let's, let's go ahead just and do, do it. some random stuff and see yeah. how it works. Made some money. All right, let's just do anything. Let's do it again, yeah. yeah. All right, March 4th, NBA Jam came mm-hmm. out on the Genesis in 1994. Come on and Love slam. NBA Jam. Uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day dropped in 2001. What a classic. Wait, uh, wh- when are we getting the revival of Conker? It's not happening. I think Conker... Because is that I, dead in the water? No, I think... Uh, no, it wasn't dead in the water. Or not, not like dead in the water, but like I just... Just gone. We're never no, I think, I think... Conquer doesn't survive in the modern day political climate. Oh, fair. <laughs> like, you know, what Conquer is. Fair. With the modern day political climate, Conquer is not a game that can really come out. Uh, God of War Chains of Olympus dropped on the PSP in 2008. I, I think I remember that one. Yep, it was good. Like, I think I vividly remember that one. Yep, it was a fun one. South Park Stick of Truth dropped in 2014. Shout out Chance. Shout out Chance. Right He's now. playing that right now. March 5th, Arma 3 came out in 2013. From that would be born Daisy. Love to see it. Ultimate Ninja Storm 3 also dropped in 2013. And the Tomb Raider reboot dropped in 2013. What a busy day. What a busy day. I don't know about that. I was probably (laughs) playing Ninja Storm out of those three. Yeah, probably. March 6th, you have Army of Two in 2008. Okay, that's That's what I call an iconic game series right there. Mm. Love it. Pokemon Black and White in 2011. Love those. Such a good game. Yep, I love those. One of the only games in the Pokemon franchise that forced you to use the new Pokemon only. Mm -hmm. Which is dope. Yep. Dope, and then Mass Effect Three dropped in 2012. So there you go. You know, I'm I've considered doing that. I should probably do that for the next Pokemon game. Just use Pokemon from that. Yeah, day. it's probably why it's so mind-numbingly boring for me. Also, you should also just try Nuzlocking it. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Why? Too much grinding? Yeah, and I just don't want to play Pokemon on my computer. You know? What? What? Do you, what? Like I just don't want to do that. No, you can Nuzlocke in a regular game. Wait, I just don't. What do you mean? Like do a challenge? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But it makes it more difficult, and more fun, and you have to like. Yeah, but like get more involved. I'm the gamer of like if you want me to do that, like your game gets yeah, to make be it an design- optional game. Yeah, no, no. I, I recognize that you, know, you should not, probably find a way to do but that. I can't, so like but Pokemon it, would never. I will always be just as efficient as possible. So if you give me the ability to just have Charizard or yeah, and yeah, Arcanine and Jolteon and my classic team. But you know Pokemon will never put the yeah, they're not permadeath function yeah, in the game. That's what I'm saying. So I can't do that because I I am just gonna yeah, play Yeah, I'm I'm if there's the ability to cheese it 
I'm just going to cheese it. And even if that's going to make make it super boring and I'm going to quit playing the game because I'm bored, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> that's just how I am. Um, that's it, though. That's it for this March week gaming. 10th. I would say that's for – I had to put that down because in the game facts, they put this game on March 1st. Uh, and so, so I wanted you, to make sure you we didn't fact check them. Yeah, and I wanted we to make should, sure. Honestly, you should start putting all these in a separate catalog or a separate doc. So we have these ready because you've already factored for next these, year. Right? Sure, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. All right, fair enough. Save you some time. That's it for the Tim this week in gaming. That's pretty cool though. What's up? This segment of the show. Yeah. Are you taking the hosting? Is the no? I'm not gonna. Never mind. You can have it back. <laughs> okay. This is where we play a game though. We what, play a game. What game are this we is playing? the game that we sandwich in between. We're just gonna play video game twenty questions. Who did it last? Um. Who was it? Whom? Stiff. Uh. Oof. I'm pretty sure it was m- me. Uh huh. And I guessed what was the last character you thought of? Don't remember. Fuck. <laughs> you think I was it like Kirby? No, it wasn't Kirby. <laughs> it, it was, was some somebody, Nintendo thing. It was somebody. But it was definitely me. So I gotta think of something. Huh? Eggman. Oh yeah. Eggman. It was Doctor Eggman. How does Noah remember? Yeah. That? Why does Noah remember that shit? Wild. <laughs> That's weird. Eggman. Um, let me think of a character. You think of a character. Really? What I mean? Let me take a nap real fast. <laughs> Do, do not bust a nap. It's not even mid. <laughs> oh, it actually might be midnight. It's eleven fifty three. Sorry, bro. I had a headache. I had to. Um, had to push God, it out. I'm so tired. Just think of a character, dude. Um, ain't that hard? I'm thinking of a character. I've been thinking about you. Um, was that? Yeah. What's that person's name? Dude, mm. I can't wait to the new Pokemon games. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Can I, I gotta care. I gotta. Uh, yep. <clears throat> you ready? Mm-hmm. Nintendo. Mm. Mm. No. Technically. Is this is this a game freak thing? Are you being weird? Um, I'm taking a nap. Is it it Pokemon? (laughs) Yes. I hate you. (laughs) That's Nintendo, dude. No, it's it's technically not, dude. Bro, are you so you're telling me Pikachu's not a Nintendo character? No, Pikachu's a Nintendo character. But 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 Pokemon's Pokemon's not not a Nintendo Nintendo franchise, no. I hate it here, dude. <laughs> I, I hate it here. Uh, Gen 1? Uh, no. Is it a Pokemon? Yes. Okay. Gen 2? No. 3? No. 4? No. 5? You're going to have to tell me the games at this point. Black and white? No. Uh, X and Y? No. Sword and Shield? No. Sun and Moon? Yes. Okay, so this is a Gen 7 Pokemon. 11 questions deep. Okay, is it a starter? No. Well, n- no. Okay. I mean, yes. Yes? Or what, do you, no? what does no, I mean, yes mean? Just, I'm just going to say yes. Yes. Is it the evolved form of a starter? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay. why I said no, yes. Cause does that tec- count as two questions? Cause te- yeah. Because yeah, te- yeah. technically, does the evolved form count as the starter? Is this character in Smash? Um, No. no. Okay, okay. That eliminates Incineroar. Well, okay. I don't remember the name of the water one. Is it Rowlet's final of all form? Yes. Is it Decidueye? Yes. All right. Is That's it Decidueye? 16. 16. Yeah, see, what, I don't know the exact where rules. Where did you pull Decidueye out from? <laughs> we were talking about Rowlet earlier. Ah. Uh, so. I see the jumps you made. <laughs> yeah, so. What a good Pokemon. Yeah, Honestly, I, ghost, I, ghost flying. Ghost grass. Yeah, actually. I that. It's what? No, it's flying grass. It's also ghost grass. Uh, such a cool design, bro. Mm-hmm. The Robin Hood aesthetic, the, yeah, cool the owl. Cool. I love him. He's so cool. Yep. He's so cool. I liked him. He's cool. He's cool. That's it for the game, though. My favorite part of the show. Read him real? 
You can also get your questions read on the show by sending an email into syncedupod at gmail.com, just like Fielding Dahmer did. Jordan, what did he do? Jordan, I sh- you should have up on your Google the answers to this. Fielding Dahmer wrote, and he said, hey, guys, here comes that game. Oh, shit, what up? And it's the quote game. Yeah, he got four quotes for us. Jordan has the results. The I'm already results. lost at the first So game. the first quote is, and I was like, oh, shoddy, I got a toilet. <laughs> for posterity, I will <laughs> Dude, also read it. Fielding, where do you find these? I bro? will also read it, so we'll see who it sounds more natural for, you know. And I was like, ooh, shoddy, I got a toilet. Nah, you said this for sure. Did I? Did you, but, but why would if why would we saying that about a toilet? Yeah, and and this is a gaming podcast, right? I'd like to think so. And I was like, ooh, shoddy, I got a toilet. Oh, shoddy. What, what possible I was like, I was like, ooh, shoddy, I got a toilet. <laughs> what shoddy, what I was like, ooh, this is my toilet. Nah, I don't know, man. <laughs> What? Who, who's to- hold up, hold up. Who's toilet? Hold Your on. toilet? Hold on. My toilet. Hold on. Animal Crossing? Yes. Has for to sh- be, right? For sure. That's the only was, thing I can think of with a toilet. Oh, no. I said this be- because I remember in Animal Crossing when I got, when I finally uh-huh. got that that toilet with the flip lid and I had mm. my bathroom looking fresh. So I'm pretty sure I said this because I remember it being a moment, me having my bathroom real nice. Uh-huh. So maybe like someone came to my house or something. No, they don't do that, do they? I don't know, but I was like, ooh, ooh shoddy, I got a toilet. <laughs> That's got to be it. I believe. It Jordan? I, I will also agree with him. It's got to be Animal Crossing related. And I assume it's Tim. Correct. 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 Uh, was nice. it? Was it? Okay. All right. Dubskis. Dubskis. Yeah. All right. Next okay. one. This one's easy. You can't you can even meet the students, bro. It feels like I'm in Hogwarts. Let me show you how I would say it. Yeah, I, say I would it. never say it. I don't think you I can even it. meet the students, bro. It feels like it's Hogwarts. It feels like I'm, Oh, it's you talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's a yes from Jordan. That yeah. one was an easy one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That, if, if I don't know, if it, maybe if I played the game as well. If if it was just it feels like I'm in Hogwarts, maybe no, I'd still get it. I'd still get it if it yeah. was either of these sentences. Cardi B was talking about it. Started like a GoFundMe to get him out of jail. This could be either of us. And so this what what are we are we talking about? What we, was Cardi B talking about? Is GoFundMe to get uh who out of jail? Um, to get fucking. Free Bobby Schmurda? No, it wasn't Bobby Schmurda. No, someone had went to jail recently. Not, it wouldn't be Little Wayne, because I assume this is older than that happening. Dude, honestly, I think the go Tiger King. Cardi B's oh. talking about Tiger King, and she... Was, Would was I have that a said big this? thing? Was that a moment? I don't remember that there being a moment where Cardi B was like... I remember Cardi B talking about Tiger King. I don't remember us ever talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was like one of those what end was credits, reference? one of our end Maybe. credits from back in the day. Why would we have talked about this? It's got to be. Uh, that's got to be it. It's got to yeah. be Joe Exotic. Did I think I said it? I think I said it simply because I just knew what this was about. No, I think it would have been me. Maybe I think you would have casually brought it up, and I would have been like, "Oh yeah, somebody was talking about this on Twitter." Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's usually how that works. Maybe I don't he's know. like, "You you bring it up and like, oh, they're trying right. to get him out of jail." Yeah. I don't know. Give us the answer. What is it? Tim said it. Uh-huh. Okay. Talking about Tiger King. Talking about okay. Tiger King. Yeah. All right, time. dude. Cha-ching. One last one here. Some of the smartest marketing I've ever seen. The only people you're having to pay is the streamers. This could have been me or you. It's me, and I'm talking about Valorant drops on yeah, Twitch. But I, but I could also... Because I always say, blah, 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 I've ever seen. <laughs> you know? Like, smartest, best, coolest. I always say I that. I don't think I've ever seen you... Some of the smartest I, I marketing definitely say I've ever seen. marketing more than you do. No, I talk about marketing. And I would have talked about marketing during the Valorant stuff. 
Hmm. Because it was some of the smartest marketing I feel I've like ever seen. I remember saying, "I." The second sentence is what makes me feel like it's me. The only yeah. people you're having to pay is the streamers. I think I remember saying that. Uh, but, this could be but is it for Valorant though? Do you I think it's for Valorant. I think it's me talking about Valorant. What was it? Was there any other big games that blew up because it was like they're paying streamers to play? Yeah, but but we would have. This would have been a thought process. Valorant was the first one, so that thought process we would have had on Valorant. So is I don't think we would have talked for about Valorant though. Valorant what? was like the first one. Yeah. Maybe I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing it was me, Valorant. It was Mike. Okay, uh-huh. on, Valorant. on Valorant. Okay, 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 okay. All right, we're getting it. Good Easy shit. peasy, Good bro. Shit fielding. The only one that, that first tripped one. me up was the toilet. <laughs> that first one. Ooh, shoddy! I got a toilet, and I was like, "Ooh, shoddy! I got a toilet." Fielding, you're a G for this. I really it appreciate really my you. Favorite. I really appreciate you going back and getting these quotes. It's so great. It's so great. Okay. A couple of questions from Trey Blackburn. Mike and Tim, here are some more cues from your boy. Your boy. Who do you think handles the finances between Mario and Luigi? Please explain your answer. The answer is Luigi, and it's because Mario is a fuckhead and puts Luigi on the back burner at all times. So Luigi is always pushing the books, and he's the one who keeps the shit down. You know, he's the one who holds it down for the team, whereas Mario is taking all the credit, and he's in the spotlight. I, I was going to say Luigi because he's green. <laughs> but yours works too. Hey, dude, there, there there's a there's plenty of videos out there analyzing the fact that Luigi is treated like shit by Mario, okay? I've been trying to say for a long time. But why does that have to do with the finances? Because you know he make, he making Luigi do the finances. Oh, I mean probably. You know, he's like, bro, Luigi. But if it, was, if it was somebody, who else? Let's expand it. If it's not Mario and Luigi. It's Toad. Yeah, <laughs> it's Toad. It's toad. Let me think. Who else? It's, it's Toad. It's gotta be Toad. But if you, you know were, what? Yoshi. He no. av- he avoiding taxes and stuff. Yeah, Yoshi's a tax evader. Evader. It's um, uh, yeah. It's probably Toad. Or Luigi. It's Toad. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah, it's Toad. But I it's, still think it's Luigi because he's green. <laughs> no, dude. That's got a Mario apologist, bro. Yes. One more question from Trey. <laughs> What's your favorite game that you wouldn't recommend? Oh, that's that's difficult. a good question for me. Let me pull out my GG app, which is most of the games I enjoy. Doken. Uh, yeah, Doken's up there. What's my f- favorite game that I wouldn't recommend? I'm pull up my GG so I can see. Really, Dragon Quest. I like Dragon Quest a lot, but I wouldn't recommend it. Same with Xenoblade. Um, I think I'd recommend it to people I know like JRPGs, but if I was trying to get somebody into a JRPG, I would not recommend them um, Xenoblade. Just because it's so big. Yeah, it so, is. So it is quite huge. large. It is quite large. Big I'm, commitment too. Um, I'm scrolling through. I don't really see anything that I wouldn't recommend on my top fifty, which sucks. Um, I, I don't know. Dude, uh, I know there's been a, a there's been plenty of points in my life where I've said, dude, I love it, but I wouldn't recommend it. I, I know I've said that about plenty of things, but mm-hmm. am I talking more about movies usually? Because I think I am. In in that in that sense, like, what's the dude? I don't know this because like. I just be recommending shit constantly. There's got to be at least one for you. I always just, I just easy answer. Easy answer from Jordan. Wait, what's your answer? Easy answer is ESO. ESO, ESO? I oh, love okay. it, but I would yeah. not suggest getting into it. Yeah. yeah, League, League, that's up there as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the, the multiplayer games, games of service are always like Let's up see there. See all the games I played in 2020 real quick. Not the top 10 games of 2020. Let me get all the games I played in 2020 and just vibe off of that. Okay. Um. I didn't enjoy that or that or that. <laughs> Damn, bro. I didn't enjoy any of these. You even like playing games, dog? Um, I enjoyed some of these. Greedfall, I enjoyed. Okay, I enjoyed Greedfall. Would not recommend that game. Literally at all. But I did enjoy it. That's fair. I did have a fun time with it. Uh, Kentucky Route Pokemon Cafe mix. Dungeons was up there for y'all. Can ensure that I... Minecraft you, Dungeons? You were, you were pretty confident in saying I recommend like, it to kids, though. Yeah, but you wouldn't recommend it to like... 
just regular gamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most def, most def. Oh, re- uh, replaying 64. Mar- or 100% 64. Mario 64. I loved it, but I don't think I don't think people should just casually do that these yeah. days. Yeah, I think I think the answer for me is whatever I said a second ago. I'm tired. Uh, Greedfall. <laughs> Greedfall. Greedfall is a game that I liked, but good it's, questions. It's frankly, not good. Good questions, Mister Blackburn. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spencer Travago writes in with a couple of questions here. What's pooping? This week's question comes from the Toxic Sludge Pits. What community has the most toxic player base? Do you ever flame or just go in and instamute any player who acts childish? Flame on Johnny Storm. Uh, most toxic. I usually mute. Recently, it's Call of Duty and League. League. It is 100% League. Because, like, you'll you'll be bot lane with someone, right? And then... You've been playing too much League, bro. What? I, all I saw is bot lane. Yeah, that's all you need to say. Now that's, too like much, that's too much for you? <laughs> yes. How is that... What, 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 what do you want me to say? You'll be playing the game. Is that all you want me to say? Yeah, thank you. No terms? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and sure. you'll, you'll have a teammate... And you'll both just die at the same time. But it'll have been your fault. <laughs> that's my bad. Every time. You know, you know those TikToks where it's like, yeah, that's my bad. I should have, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, mm-hmm. no, sorry, mom. I couldn't, you know, I shouldn't have been showering as loudly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my bad. One my of those. Bad. Always, my bad. Always I'll my fig- bad. I'll figure that out. Like, it, it, they complain about everything, which is so like, I'm, when mm-hmm. I play games, I just don't rage. Yeah. I, it I has think, to, the only thing that does it is like Mario levels. Yeah. If they're super duper hard, but that's because I'm mad at myself because yeah. I'm not good enough. I don't. I don't usually flame in. I usually instamute. Um, Call of Duty is an excep- exception for for that. I will go in because especially if chances yeah. there, I'll, I'll go in. But the newer Call of Duties have alleviated the problem. That I wouldn't consider it a problem. I think it's kind of fun, but have alleviated that by making it where you don't stay in the same lobby with people. Game, 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 game. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the game, you only hear them for about seven seconds, and then it kicks you back out to search for an entirely new lobby with new players. Mm-hmm. So you never get that classic feeling of being like coming back. You know the old school yeah. Modern Warfare Two videos is like, oh, you're such a bitch, dude, and like mm-hmm. everyone's cut, and then they get back in the game, you don't hear anything, and the game ends again, and it's all the same people again, and they're all going at it yeah. again. It's like the same fucking thing. It's and, just, uh, but they've really alleviated that problem with. Recent I, cuts, I never so. even get down. To it on and i never get into it with people i've just i observe it i'm like okay mm-hmm. you're mad sure i'll yeah. keep playing i was mad like i'm never the the slash surrender guy <laughs> yeah i'm dude, always like dude. Oh, let's find it out let's see yeah, how it goes it's the worst uh, one more question from spencer here saw dudes i'm Sa, sitting dudes. here with miriam playing mario bros and thinking back on, on the couch co-op and land parties i had growing up mm-hmm. my question today is what is the greatest couch co-op game of all time if halo isn't up there then you might need to reevaluate life choices love spency t so halo uh, is one that's pretty far up there because the co-op campaign was dope yep. um divinity original Sentudo that was schmacking jordan i think that was one of the greatest couch co-op experiences i ever had it was so fun just playing that that was such a fun time nsr so good that game sucked. It was so was, fun. Honestly, bro. that might be the worst couch co-op experience I've ever had, dude. That game. Oh no was doubt, so it was terrible, bad. And 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 how do you have a split screen game with one screen, with <laughs> one working camera? There's no fuck. And I, all I have to do is look away. And what are you gonna do about it? You can't see your character. I, I just run off. <laughs> you just run off. Direction. It was so dumb. Oh, that game. God, was it was so good. dumb. Minecraft is cool. If you got a big enough TV, uh, here's one for you. Battle Block the Year. Battle Block the Oh, dude. Oh, Noah loves Battle Block the Year. I love Battle Block the Year. I played that shit so much. I played it a lot. Um, Iconic. Um, Smash Bros., I guess. Uh, 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 well, that's not co op. No, no, no. no. That's not uh, Dungeon Defender. Oh, dude, I love Dungeon Defenders. Ooh, shit. Also a classic. Um, Mario Kart on Team Battle. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2v2. There's there's plenty of good ones. Mm-hmm. But those are some of the great ones. Yeah. 
How are you going to sleep on COD zombies, bro? COD, oh, COD zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah zombies. Yeah, COD. Classic. Classic. Um, I agree. Hmm, I'm trying to think of like all, just all the couch co-op experiences that, mm-hmm. I've, that I've had that have been like preem, you know? That are, that are co-op. Because I, I know there's a lot that aren't co-op. Overcooked. Yeah. It's real fun. Even though that sometimes that feels like it's not co-op. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you feel like no one's going, everyone's going at you. Are you good? Are you Googling something? Okay, Jordan's Googling something. I don't know. I think those are the main ones. There's plenty. Yeah. Um, Rock band. Rock band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rock band. Yep. Really good. Um, really good. I think that's about it. And then the experience we had beating that Mario level. That's up That there. was fun. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun. Hour. That was so hard. Children of Morta. Oh yeah. yes, dude, that was really fun. That was really fun. Honestly, I might I'd, I'd be down to start that over and replay it. There's a lot of good couch co-op. <laughs> I'd be, there's nothing. We're not playing shit right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're we're off tomorrow. We trying to play it. We was, I was literally started over playing again. It was really fun. Um, that's it for the reader mail. Again, you can get your questions right on the show by writing into syncedupod at gmail.com and we might read them on the show. We this will. is the What You've Been Playing section, though, um, where we talk playing? about the games we've been playing. I haven't really been playing much new. There's nothing really coming out, and it's, I don't know, I've been going through a lot lately. Maybe for it, you. It feels like, um, so I've been like in my in my head a lot, and so I just haven't really been able to just play a game consistently. It's been mm-hmm. kind of difficult. Um, I don't want to go into details. But, but what have you played? Um, so I just, I've been, I played a little bit of Valheim. Um, I bought that. What'd you tr- think? Tried it out. I thought it was cool. I understand why it's blown up the way it has. It's it's a survival game that makes all those classic annoyances from survival games, and it streamlines them. Um, you okay. you won't die of hunger. Hunger is just there to give you a boost. Um, you won't die. You're more of, so, so is it a thing where you're blessed for being full, and instead of being punished for being I mean, hungry? Yes. Like okay. You, I like when games you do that. you have a certain amount of stamina, and that's what you have. But if mm. you eat different types of food, your stamina increases. Yeah. And when you go hungry, it just goes back to what it normally was. And there is no state where you start to get damaged or you start to get hindered or anything like that. I like that. Which is really cool. The building is cool. You can build pretty extravagant and cool bases. It has there's like these five bosses. It has like a goal. There's five bosses. You're supposed to kill them, and you're supposed to like bring their trophies back to this area to like quote unquote beat the game. So there's mm-hmm. a goal for you to accomplish there. And you can just, it's really easy to connect. There was no server issues. There was no issues like that going in. And so that was, that was really cool. Um, I haven't gone back to it after that first uh, three, two to three hour session I had, um, but that was just uh, two days ago. So I might go back. I, I'm not sure. Um, I've been playing risk of rain two with chance. That's been a fun experience going and, and playing that mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, we've had some really good stellar runs and, and playing with Isaiah a little bit uh, the other day was also really fun and, and that game yeah. is just great dude I'm telling you you gotta buy this and play this shit with us bro it is so much fun to play this fucking game and it, it's a roguelike it's only like 20 bucks mm-hmm. it's it's so I'm fun familiar. dude it is so fun it, there's just so much going on at any one time and it just gets super hectic and I love it um, and then obviously I'm still playing Guitar Hero 3 I took it upon myself um, as a challenge to fi- try to 5 star as many songs as I could on Guitar Hero 3 and I've been going strong on that I 5 starred a bunch I finally got around to going back to like those old really slow songs like slow ride and stuff to try to five star those and I've, I've, I've cleared those pretty out pretty difficult on experts though yeah um yeah and so at I, least to get the five star watching you yeah. do some of them so I, I i got the five star on a bunch of songs and i'm going through trying to get to perfect some of the four stars i have get some of those three stars up to four stars and then to five stars going doing some of the ones i still haven't played yet um and getting punished but but doing that um guitar three has been ther- therapeutic for me um i feel like as as of late i don't know mm-hmm. it's just been a thing I've, I've played a lot of it um and i've just it's been, I don't know, some like kind of like, I guess video games are an escape in and of themselves already, but it's felt like a, a game that I could just play and just be like, I'm just going to zone out. I don't have to sit here and worry about shit, and I could just play this game and focus on these notes coming down the track, and it's it's just been, that's yeah. just been a fun experience. So, um, cool. and I think that's all I've played. There's just, I don't um, know. Any demos? 
We oh yeah, we were gonna play the Outriders demo, but Chance has been having connection issues with it. So the yeah. Outriders demo does last until the game comes out. So I will probably be talking about Outriders next week. But I really wanted to talk about it this week, and I'm I'm really stoked. I haven't seen any gameplay, but the way I've people stayed away from it too. Yeah, the way people have talked about it, it seems super fun, cool. It's just Chance can't connect, and I don't want to play it without him. I want to play it with someone because it's a four player co op yeah. um, game. And so I'm really excited to play it, but there's just been some server issues because they didn't expect this many people to download it. So mm -hmm. I'll be able to talk that's about Outriders uh, next week. What about did you Wait, talk about did, did you talk I, about Triangle Strategy? Yeah, last that's week? what I was gonna say. No, I didn't. Um, that was the other demo that I played. Uh, Project Triangle Strategy. I mm -hmm. played an hour and a half of Project Triangle Strat Triangle Strategy. Stupid ass name. Um, and frankly, not for me, not at all. I expect I loved Octopath Traveler to a degree. I hated the way the combat and the random battles were, but I loved the open world and the choices and the art and the story and the dialogue. It was all really cool, and I, I really enjoyed that in the in the RPG systems. Um, Project Triangle Strategy kind of throws a lot of that out of the window. The RPG systems aren't there. There isn't really any gear. Um, the the turn-based combat, which I hated in Octopath Traveler, they got rid of in favor of Tactics, which actually, after Divinity and XCOM, I'm kind of a fan of Tactics games. Um, but I'm not a fan of it here. I really I, I can't get into it. The art style doesn't lend itself well to a Tactics-based game because for Tactics-based games, you have to be very aware of what's going on, and, and the the situation on the battlefield has to be clearly communicated to you. And I think because of the art style, it really hinders its ability to yeah. let me know this person has this much health, this person has this much health, this person has this ability they can do, this person's range for these attacks or this, this person can move here or here or here and do this and heal this person. And it's it's hard to tell who's doing what. Like I had characters that just died and I was like, oh, they were low on, I didn't even know they were low on health. I had no idea. I didn't even know mm -hmm. they were the ones who got hit. Like it just seemed really difficult there and also they got rid of the open world that's no longer a thing in there they got rid of those rpg systems and now is split split they're, they're sticking to the triangle format and it's split into three forms you have um a cutscene phase story phase what they call it where you watch cutscene, mm -hmm. and that's cool and the voice acting really good then you have an exploration phase where you have a small little boxed in area maybe there's some bigger ones later but an area where your team's hanging out you can pick up some items, maybe like behind a wall or something, um, and you can talk to your team, get the lay of the land, maybe talk to some people, and there's like some actual choices you can make that'll change their interactions um, because there's like a morality system and shit depending on certain dialogue choices that you yeah. make. Um, and you can do that. And then after the exploration phase, you'll hit a button. You can press L to end the exploration phase, and that sends you into a battle. Once you finish the battle, that'll send you into a cutscene, which will send you into another small exploration phase, which will send you into another battle, which will send mm -hmm. you into a cutscene, and you repeat, rinse and repeat. Um, that's not for me, man. I really enjoy the open worldness of Octopath Traveler. I talked Traveler, to so. Salvador about it, and he seemed a lot more interested than you were, or enjoyed it a lot more than you did. So that kind of has me optimistic for it still, mm -hmm. because I, I know his his and our his and our mine, uh, our tastes on JRPGs tend yeah. to align more. And and it is worth he, noting he likes Fire Emblem Wine too. Yeah, it is worth noting. I've only, I only played a, a few hours of Octopath yeah. Traveler because I couldn't get past that past that other stuff. So this isn't too shocking so to probably, me. So I'm I'm gonna try but. it. I still need to download that demo. I want to do Outriders too. Mm -hmm. Um and and download those. Yep. But that's that's all I've been playing. I, what did I play? Oh, so Age of Calamity set the bar pretty high mm -hmm. for Muso games for me. Um did and you, Persona Five. Did you play Strikers Stri Scramble? Yeah. It destroyed that bar, dude. Really? Like, oh, oh my god! It's is it like it way is, higher. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant lower. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It is so. It, it yeah, this game is know, almost I like nine out of ten, ten out of ten. Didn't so even know far. he was playing it. Um, the <clears throat> it feels like such an actual sequel to Persona Five. Like, it feels yeah, like what, Persona Five too. That's what I've heard. It's crazy how similar they've kept the systems. It feels like I'm playing the exact same game, and just the combat is different. That's mm -hmm. literally it. Is the combat in the um some of the the menuing but it feels so much like persona 5 um 
the combat is still even cooler i think um not as fluid but super cool where you still have that real-time combat and then you can hold r1 to get into that turn-based menu mm-hmm. and look at all the spells your personas can cast or what moves you want to do mm-hmm. and you can do that you can switch between different um characters pretty seamlessly you can combo attack you can do all the normal stuff and it has all the same functions with uh, fusing personas and stuff like that. Mm. There's just so many cool features that they kept from the original still in this um, sequel. Muso pretty much. Game, yeah. uh, and it's crazy just how good it is. Yeah. So I'm sh- I'm honestly shocked. Um, even though this game's been out for like a year now. Yeah. Over a year. Well, in Japan. In Japan. Uh, so people knew. But I, I figured they'd better communicate that it was like such a true Top, yeah. sequel. Um, so beyond excited to finish that game i'm done with like the first palace out of seven mm-hmm. or, or prisons or whatever they're calling them in this game super good mm-hmm. i i'm i'm glad glad it was good that's what you played pretty much i think um i haven't really had too much time to play anything else yeah same kind of thing i've been a little funk lately yeah so yeah very aggressive um i think that's it i think that's all i've played right. yep that's it that's it for the podcast thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the synced up podcast again if you're in the youtube feed you should consider hitting us with a subscribe and a like and all that jazz and comment and you should also if you're in the audio feed jump over to youtube.com slash sync podcast to give us a subscribe and a like and a comment and stuff to up those numbers we would greatly greatly appreciate that um again look forward to a new show about film coming soon um we don't know when but it will be coming soon i just you know can't nail down a date we got to get some stuff it's the stuff for rss feeds is weird we're thinking of starting a patreon there's a lot of stuff there so um we got to see how that goes um Follow us on Twitter at Synced Up Pod. Do all that jazz. Um, comment, like, s- subscribe, follow, write in. Do all the stuff. Do all the stuff. I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> How did they hit you? You were perfectly fine at the beginning. Oh, I don't know. I'm aggressively tired now at this point. So. I know. It's sad. You need to go drink a Red Bull or something. Yeah. No, I need to edit this podcast and go to sleep. <laughs> drink a Red Bull. Stay up, dude. No, I'm not staying up. I don't want to do that. I stayed up till 5.30 last we night. Could, I do not want to do it again we this could, night. We uh, could play Catchphrase. You're just awake And you want me to be awake Because you're awake You're trying to drive me down Yeah bro I'm going to be up um, to like 4 a.m. Thank you for watching Watching Jesus Thank you for watching Or listening to this episode Of the Synced Up Podcast Sorry I've been tired But um, it just had to be this way um, And we love you We will see y'all In the next one Goodbye Goodbye